You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. Not just got I don't know. We it. didn't do the usual. Uh, we didn't do the twenty-minute pre-interview. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, all that's a lie. We, we don't do pre-interview anyone. So, uh, Walter, this is like our uh, third wrestling episode in a row. No, it w- it's not though no, because, it's we're, not, we're because we're hanging on. Yeah. We did we did record with Jake. Yes, but we're going to be using that closer to when he comes back in July. J- yeah, Jake Roberts is going to be doing a second date. I don't know. I don't think we had July twentieth. Could we conf- did we mention that? We didn't confirm it. No, on the we episode. didn't. No, no. Well, yeah, but anyway, and we sure it's not out. It's also not out yet. Come on, get this right. Yeah. I'm sorry, we record and we forget the timeline. We don't know what reality We don't always release them in order. This one, this one's coming out tomorrow, so this is oh, like the easiest wow. thing for you guys. Like okay. <laughs> cool. Exactly. You guys were not sitting on this one at all. It's coming out June 16th or June 15th today. Uh, so this is another another one of our, our wrestling series yeah. of episodes. It's uh, the Summer of Wrestling. Summer Keith of Walter Wrestling. And our guest After today. After the Pipe Bomb promo that we dropped. Summer of Wrestling. Yeah. We have Genesis Johnny North, indie yep. wrestler. And is it Johnny Genesis North? The Genesis Johnny North. Genesis. It's Genesis. Been <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> it's, it's been Genesis Johnny North, and then once the Genesis Johnny North. So just it's always Genesis first. I think I feel it works better with the the in front of it. I agree, but no other promoter agrees with that. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> no, no, I'm your the name, Genesis. For some reason, they like Genesis. Some people just think it's great. I don't know. They're very religious. I think a lot of promoters. So sure, there's always been there's been a lot of wrestling that has like religious undertones. Like also, that's a, that's a, like I feel like it's a go-to for a lot of promoters, just like religious gimmick. Yeah. I, I like also can't think of I also can't think of the, the the word Genesis in a wrestling context without thinking of the the notorious uh, Curtis Axel, the, the Genesis the, of the McGillicuddy, McGillicuddy. Yeah, <laughs> classic oh NXT season yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. <laughs> this is the beginning of the Genesis of this of is the rebirth of Genesis. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yes, yeah. that's a great promo. Yeah. And not 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 that I'm suggesting that that that's you know I feel like <laughs> it's kind of rough to be associating with a negative like that right off the bat. And alongside uh, Dave Simon, host of Wrestling Uncensored and Ringside Report on TSN 690, and yeah. a sports enthusiast. I saw uh, you. I saw you tweeting about the FIFA or yeah. UEFA. Yeah. So Put it this way: he's wearing a, he's, he's wearing a shirt right now for France. That has nothing to do with wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, but everything which is rare for me, you know. But everything to do with France. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I had to check. I was like, Are you like, am I wearing a wrestling <laughs> shirt? Uh, so how are you guys doing? I'm good. John, are you good? A little sore. Yeah. Came always. From the gym. Mm-hmm. Always coming from the gym. Always coming. As from you the gym. can tell. Yeah. Exactly. I was like so bummed. I saw him and was immediately like, I felt I apologized for the fact that I have not been in the gym in like six weeks. I got married and then stopped working out. I think that was I was like honeymoon. Hit the like. Hit the all inclusive. Like drink and eat and then. My gut immediately came back, and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the benefit of being married. Yeah, that's it. And I was like, now you have to accept me this way. Johnny's biceps are the size of my head. I just want to say that. Basically, yeah. One, just one of them. Well, yeah. I'm really impressed because I worked my legs today. I barely did biceps at all. So well, They're just naturally, <laughs> you know, naturally <laughs> yeah. pumped all the time. Yeah, he's huge. He's a large man. Johnny, how tall are you? About 6'3". Six, 6'3". Three. Six, three. So how, like, how old are you, Johnny? 32. How long have you been wrestling for? Wow, I think it's been almost ten years now. Uh huh. And like, what promotions have you worked? With, have you worked with? I'm sorry. I, like again, this I really should have done a better pre-interview. <laughs> like, doing preliminary questions here. It's cool. I started with Jacques Rougeau. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. The the, 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 the standard Quebec route. Yeah. Quebec wrestler route. They all started somewhere and with Jacques Rougeau. A lot of guys. On like the the spectacle famille Rougeau thing. Or? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Family wrestling. Yeah. We weren't allowed to punch or kick or anything like that. It was all just. Just good old technical grappling? Pretty much. That was the same. Um, Who was in there with you? Uh, Kevin Steen was there. Okay. So that was really great. Learned from him. PCO was there. Right. Tank was there. Handsome JF was there. Tank Abbott? No, just Tank. Chris Tank. Right. Not Tank Abbott. I don't know. Just a big guy. 
<laughs> the guy that would just crush you. So you guys had the same rules as like the Super Friends cartoon, right? Like that was that was one of the rules of like the that cartoon in the '60s, but that they couldn't throw punches. So like Superman's just always picking up people and throwing them. That's like, a really inaccessible reference. Yeah, I don't think it's that inaccessible. Everybody knows the fucking. Wasn't Super that Friends. also the rule for the WWE Saturday but you're morning? You're saying you, you just said show? you just said it's a rule, yeah. like yeah, right. You just you just it was an animation rule when they wrote. Yeah, a but Superman you're like talking fight. the way you said it, it. Sounds like it was like a, a connect, like a rule within the fiction of the show. Like yeah, they decided amongst themselves that they weren't Which allowed to do that. Which they did because no, they were it like, was a fucking censorship thing. But that's like too violent, just like the Rougeos. No, it's too any violent. Idea what to you're talking about? It's funny because he had Spider-Man too as one of his characters. Rougeau, yeah. straight yeah. up Spider-Man. Are you saying Rougeau portrayed Spider-Man? He had a character. Play oh, Spider-Man. he had somebody in his thing, yeah. okay. just as Spider-Man. I thought you meant as like one of his personas. That's like, the best. Was, was Spider-Man? And someone was upset, and they told Marvel about it, and Marvel like sued Jock. Who for told him. Marvel about it? <laughs> How did Marvel find out? Not to knock on the, not to knock on the promotion, but like I, that seems like a, well, I guess. But if Bill Cosby found out about yeah, it, yeah because yeah, of, that so. makes sense. Yeah. Marvel sued Jock. Or probably prob- not suit. Him, it's probably a cease and desist yeah, thing, and it's it. one of those like it's like it's. So I, the, you guys know obviously about the uh, the John Shot Cena PBR T-shirt, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. thing. I, I read a Forbes article about how WWE like totally didn't have to back down, really at all wow. because wrestling it's is not a, it's not a, it's not just that it's parody. It's that in order to really get someone to cease and desist, they need to be using your logo to sell a competitive product. And they're like, wrestling is not in competition with beer sales whatsoever. What about so, just intellectual right. property laws, though? If as long as you're not trying to, s- if your logos and stuff, as long as you're not trying to sell, a c- like, if there's no, if there could be a confusion that you think I that feel the product like you only is read part of that article. I read the whole thing. It doesn't seem right. It's from Forbes. It was like legit. Like it wasn't just like some <laughs> blogger just like. I'm not around. saying Forbes is wrong. I'm saying I don't think it, it was very weird. Where it's like article. you can't you can't rip off the logo directly. David, how long have you been wrestling? Uh, all my life. Okay, with. Humans, there it is. <laughs> People, you know, I like to wrestle. I did amateur wrestling. I like to really, yeah, a little bit. I do jujitsu now. I like to stay dangerous so this guy doesn't come over and crush <laughs> me one day. And so, what's it? I like the that. Just I like I, did, I like that. You're just being like, well, like, why do you wrestle? I like to stay dangerous. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a very. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. I wanna. I wanna be as dangerous as I possibly can. Yeah, be exactly. And you guys times. are both on. So, like, you guys co-host the show, or you're just you're just a frequent guest on the show, or like, what's the deal? How does this? How does? Because like, I I don't. It's not a prime radio listening time for me. <laughs> well, yeah. Saturday night at midnight is not your best uh, radio. I'm off and out and about. He does this. Yeah. He, he manages a, lot, manages a comedy man. club. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Saturday <laughs> night at midnight, he's often just working at a comedy club. Yeah. So the show is uh, rec- he's on every week. Where the he's a co-host. We mm-hmm. host the show together, and uh, we record it at my house. Do oh, we don't go into the station. No, not Saturday nights. Okay. It just doesn't work with the schedule. The Friday night show that I do, the MMA show, is always live. Right. The Saturday night show, we usually record, like, Friday afternoon. How long have you been doing that? That's uh, why whenever I call in, there's just no answer on yeah. Saturday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just Almost 10 years. Almost, wow. It'll be 10 years in August. 10 years. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys have been, like, obviously fans beforehand, but that's like, you're like, you're putting, like, the product under scrutiny every week. That must get real hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's not because it usually sucks, so <laughs> it's not that hard the product to just or rip your it show? apart. Well, both, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah, the product is usually kind of rough to watch. There's a lot of things to mm-hmm. pick apart. They yeah. do a lot of things right, no, obviously. three hours of gold every week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do, you guys, so, do you guys watch watch everything? Do you watch yeah. wow. everything? I Holy have shit. to. I take it seriously. So, like, so like no, I take it seriously, too, but like, who has the time, man? Well, you know, I have to do a show about it, you know, and it's yeah. pretty much the main focus of my life is, yeah. you know, watching every fight, every wrestling match that is out there. Do you watch Superstars? Uh, no. No one watches Superstars. Main I watch event. Raw and SmackDown every week, and sometimes I watch Main Event, <laughs> sometimes I'll catch Superstars. Saturday Morning NXT. Slam? No. NXT I'll, NXT I'll watch every week. Right. Shotgun? I wish Shotgun Metal. was still around. Sunday Night Jacked. Jacked I watch oh, on a regular a basis. One. A yes. Yes. Sunday night heat. What was the what was the tertiary WCW show back in the day? I'm trying to think of what was the what was the Saturday night. There was, oh. the well, there was Saturday worldwide. night worldwide. Worldwide. Oh, it was thunder. Points. There was thunder points, too. Points no? to both of you. <laughs> Wasn't there WCW? Thunder, thunder was, was no, but Thursday. thunder thunder was their SmackDown. I'm yeah. saying so. Like you know, oh, like the tertiary. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's the, 
There we go. Hence the word. Come on, Kirsty. Keith. This is why I don't think he understood the Forbes article right here. He, he <laughs> picks and chooses what he. Whenever, picks whenever up I on. think about Thunder, I think about we were watching late era WCW <laughs> clips on the uh, great set though. On, on the Holy network. shit, was that a good set? They had well, yeah, exactly. What a they, great set. They had that benefit of <laughs> it was not a good set. No, I'm just saying, but they still had the benefit <laughs> of the sets not looking like complete trash because they had to build it once and leave it there. Uh-huh. Like that was, but just how many wrestlers came out to the same intro music because like, I guess they just didn't. Yeah, like, are you sure you that's know. not a network thing? I'm positive. No, that is a network thing. Is it? No, that's, that's what that, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, for sure, that's this a network thing. It was not the network. It was YouTube, man. I think there was. It was there's probably a combination WWE of a combination put it out ripped on a DVD. From the, yeah. Maybe yeah. if it's from WWE, they don't have any of the WCW music, uh, which okay. is weird because Jimmy Hart wrote most of it, right? <laughs> Why can't they make it? He just highballed them. I don't understand. Because Goldberg, when you see Goldberg, he's not coming out to the cool Goldberg song. That's so what's weird. tragic? Right? What's no. tragic for me is the old ECW pay per views and shit, and it's just yeah. like, oh, and yeah. just Tommy Dreamer coming out to just not Alice in Chains, mm-hmm. and it's like, and, and you like, see, you see the crowd <laughs> went on way, like you see the crowd singing along. <laughs> There's no song going on. The crowd's singing and yeah. dancing, but it's the it's not the right song, and it's just weird. It doesn't sync up. It's bad. how much could it cost? I mean. I guess it would be a lot, probably. Yeah. That's going to happen. Music rights. That's going to happen Enter to Sandman to yeah. license oh, that. Yeah. I mean, no yeah. way. Metallica's but, not letting that go. Like, no. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like punk matches are probably going to end up that way. I can't imagine them have signing over, like, per, like in perpetuity, yeah, the rights no, to yeah. call the personality. That, there's a time limit on the, how long they had that song. And, and knowing yeah. how spiteful they are, they'll probably give me something real garbage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. For sure. <laughs> it won't you even be. the Kill Switch song, though. Hmm? You the Kill Switch song. Right. Yeah. That's. Do they own those songs forever? Because they're they're doing a lot of those songs now where it's real artists making songs. Yeah. And it's not necessarily Jim Johnston all the time. It's CFOs. Yeah, CFOs, yeah. CFOs. Yeah, right? Well, what do you call it? Uh, Primetime Players. Primetime Players is uh, by Sugar Tongue Slim. Like who's like a up and coming hip hop guy who I feel he might have sold it permanently like because he's like an it indie, makes sense he's, he's like an indie he's, he's an up and coming hip hop guy well he did a whole album with R J D two so that's like I don't know established I don't know those if you know who R J D two is he did the theme song to Mad Men R J D two did the Mad Men song you know that yeah but it, like to call him an up and coming hip hop artist I mean they they've had that same song for like three four years now yeah and I feel like if he did that like three four years ago that at this point should be established he was up and coming when he did it then okay he's up and coming when he did it then and now he's pretty established. Is he though? Yeah, you, you guys like hear this person? Oh, are you guys, you guys, three to four. Are you guys big into hip hop, indie, indie hip hop? I'm into hip hop, but not really indie hip hop. Okay, so but it was a I big album. Like his uh, the album with RJD2 came out last year, and it was like a really big Trust deal. Trust him. Trust him. John, what kind of music are you into? Yeah, John. What's Pretty your entrance? What's your entrance song? That's it. Yeah, well, it's from Final Fantasy VII, actually, the Abbott and Children song. Oh, so like the did it did it did it Sephiroth. Yeah, I knew that. That's nerd shit. I did not. Do you listen to a lot of video game music, or is that just for the intro? It like, was actually because uh, the promoter, he pretty much put the gimmick together, the whole Genesis idea, coming okay. out with the trench coat, hey. very much like The Undertaker, <laughs> and to have music very epic-like, and he's like, oh, I like video games, so he put Final <laughs> Fantasy VII together, and You're like, that's how it became. Just roll with it. Yeah. And that was like so that, that like you're happy with that. It's not like you got slapped with Final Fantasy VII music and you're like. Bummer. I would prefer something from six. I was a bigger fan of six, but I'm okay with seven. <laughs> well, the Kafka music. Oh, I thought a you meant, I thought you meant uh, yeah. Xbox. Uh, <laughs> you're making yeah, but, but if you would have come out to the six. Kafka music, the Kafka music's a little a little. I goofy, thought Kafka right? was a better villain though. He's a better villain, but that music you would have come out like dee dee dee. Like yeah. you would have had to come in almost like clown like. What are you going to talk David, about? David, we're just kind of our own thing here. <laughs> yeah. just like, can we just like split the audio here and just like, and David and I will have like a reasonable conversation. Fine. <laughs> so I realized, uh, not un- uh, not unintentionally, because we, we did want to have you guys on, because uh, Johnny... Uh, we totally wanted to have you guys on. That sounds so passive. No, we no, absolutely but, wanted to have you guys on. But I realized that it was just like, it worked out like like pretty pretty good timing. Like, there's all, all kinds of, there's like UFC 200s coming out, the Cruiserweight thing is about to start yeah, like there's, that looks good there's that a looks pap- really good there's that a pay-per-view really awesome. in like two days like i was like this is there's a lot of yeah. combat wrestling what are you guys looking forward to money in the bank looks pretty good looks great yeah well i mean could be good could be good could if, be really if good Dean ambrose wins which he probably will I, I, that's what i'm thinking too well it seems quite obvious why else did they put ambrose there with rollins and roman right in the middle of the ring on raw on the go-home show to Money in the Bank. And you look at who else is in the match, and yeah. it's like, I don't see any. They're not going to give it to Jericho. They probably won't give it to Kevin Owens, even though they should. No, well, I, no, because like, they're not going to give it to Owens to continue the, the Owens-Zane uh, thing. So, like, neither Zane. I, I feel guess, like because, yeah. But why couldn't like, Zane 
kind of step beneath that, remain the underdog, have Kevin Owens step above, and then in a few months after Zayn beats this guy, that guy, and the other guy, then he can step back into the main event where Owens is already established. Because to me, Roman fucking sucks. (laughs) And Kevin Owens and AJ Styles and guys like that are the only way to keep him watchable. Yeah. You know, Seth Rollins might be able to do it. For a couple but, of but, but, but not doing it on the mic, as we've seen, no. like week in, week out. I was like, they're wow. Just, I was like, how you, you've made Rollins the most boring also. They're just jumping through fucking hoops and to, like, they're feeding these guys to yep. like to, to Reigns. And like, like well, fuck it. Uh, shit. Okay, fuck it. Let's make Styles a heel. Why not? Yeah. He is with the Bullet Club after all. Fuck it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, just so you, like, you could have Reigns <laughs> up against a heel. Like it's, They're doing so much for Roman, and it's to the detriment of the rest of the roster. Yep. Look what happened to the U. Where are they now? They were Seriously. Roman's boys. They had this whole thing with AJ fam. against the club, the whole thing. And now there's a they're four way, gone. Four-way tag match. They're oh, not no, sorry. Is it, is it a three-way it's tag a four-way match? Way tag yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, watching there. I was like, what the fuck are the Usos? They're what not in them? it. They're not in the mix anymore. I don't Nobody really cares. give a shit because, like, you know, fucking. Yeah, but, they, but they're just for kids anyway. Like, that's just their. thing. Yeah, but there was a time when they were having they were good kind of, matches. They were pretty over. They were a tag. T- Remember, they had those Two matches times. with uh, Harper and uh, Rowan. They had some really good matches with those guys. I thought there was potential, but hey. I'm so I was saying to my wife, I was like, "This is it. It's the the stage is set, though." For um, uh, this is great. I, like I love starting conversations, wrestling conversations. I was saying to my wife about wrestling. Um, I think the stage is set for Money in the Bank for a, a never before seen triple turn, triple turn. Okay. <laughs> well, the, Walter J. Ling fantasy book, and here it comes. <laughs> so the the fucking Rollins and the so. This presumes that Dean wins the money in the bank. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So yeah, that's we set that up. There's the Rollins Reigns match. Mm-hmm. So you have Rollins, Seth turn face within within the match. You have Reigns retain the title, right. but through like shitty heel stuff. Mm. There's the double where he's, turn. Where he's close. He's, he's getting close. Right. Every yeah. match. And then Which he kind of did with AJ. He yeah. kind of did a couple heel moves. Usos pulled AJ out of the ring at one point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. No, hold on. My theory is, is falling apart as I'm explaining <laughs> it here. And then you have to have Dean, Dean do turn. a cash-in, but also as a heel, but like a heelish kind of cat. I don't know. Mm. I, 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 I haven't Ambrose, thought this out properly. I can see Ambrose being champion at Money in the Bank. I could see him walking out champion. Well, you saw right? the thing that yeah. they were like they they could all all three members of the Shield could be yeah. champion in the same pay per view. Yeah, which <laughs> is what they want. That's the ideal for the WWE. Yeah. They want to push these guys. Mm-hmm. These guys are their guys. Do you think? I just want to see. A, I just want to see a heel Dean Ambrose who has moved up, looking so soft and shitty. That's uh, not, not going to change if he's. It's, a, no, you know, but it does. You watch Shield Ambrose, and at least he like uh. looked. He had a little more aggression in his move set. Like it wasn't a very different no. move set. You want to yeah. see aggression? Oh, he has all these. This guy right here. He brings aggression. What's your and, What's I your mean, finisher, Johnny? Like, well, I was thinking about that. Is it the I've one winged like, angel? Please say it's the one winged angel. It's actually called the genocide. Actually, oh, that's it's a good name. Where too, I give him a goozle, <laughs> and then I just trip him. Instead of going for a ch- everyone thinks it's a choke slam, but it's not going to be a choke slam. It's just me aggressively with my leg just sweeping him, and just like and then, shooting yeah, him, into shooting him down. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. It looks like it hurts every time. And you're a big, yeah. big dude, so it's like, a, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, like, it sounds like, kinda like little, when they use like, like a clothesline pound guy. To try to do that, it wouldn't look, yeah, like, it needs to be a big guy. I think you yeah. need to be a big guy to like make that look well, good. Like I said, it kind of sounds like a, a clothesline finisher sort of situation where the guy just like slams down real hard and they're like, ah, you just ended the match with a throw uh, in the I guy appreciate when some guys take the bump and pretty much like land on their head. Yeah. I really appreciate that. It looks pretty amazing. It feels like a finisher then. Yeah. When people bump on their butt, it looks like crap. <laughs> You're sort of like, oh, Johnny got him, and the guy sat down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you I mean, Ambrose? You know what I mean? I'm saying because you're a rough worker. You you're in there, and that's why I love John. Because on the show, I always bring him. He he brings this element that I can't bring because I'm not a wrestler. I don't right. know these things. But in the ring, he understands things that I can't ever understand because I've never worked through a match. I've never had to mm. put matches together and stuff. But Ambrose, he's the shits. He's terrible. You don't like him? Not, not at all? Not, you don't like him at all? I, I don't like anything he does. Really? I think everything he does looks fake. Uh, well, okay, yeah. yeah. Everything well, he does yeah. looks super fake, and I don't like that style of work. One thing I, I like, like is the standing elbow, is the is the, the elbow dive to the standing opponent. That's I don't even like that. I would rather you do a crossbody or a drop kick where he bumps. I feel like it's not a risky move, and it doesn't really put 
him on the line at all. I the, think he's a pussy. The ricochet off the ropes there, like falling that, out and oh. coming back in. Like the fact that he has to do that like twice a match, like that's like that's a bit much. Or the getting, spinning getting on the apron, the is real spinning bad. on the apron, the edge of the apron, and then coming back out. <laughs> like that shit is that shit is hokey. I, I find, can't but, take like, it. I can't watch a guy like that. I don't respect it. I like guys like Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle, and you know his Gable double arm DDT is okay. You know. Yeah, and at least he's entertaining. It's a double arm DDT, though. I could do a good double arm DDT. It's not hard. <laughs> Can you? Oh yeah, that's a uh, Johnny. Recording. Well, Walter, you're gonna take Walter. Take it I, on the I stage. I think the problem with Ambrose is he just lacks intensity. You saw guys like he mentioned Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit. They had intensity in everything they threw. You believed it because there was force behind it. Ambrose is just flashy stuff. And yeah. why, is he, why, why do you, why do you think he's so well liked though? Uh, I think it's Teen Boys. It's what? I think it's teen boys. Teen I think boys? It's, I think Just because he's four- kind of a badass? Yeah, like- I think it's 14 and 15-year-old 15, 16-year-old kids yeah. that see Dean Ambrose and think, oh, he is cool. He's like, he's kind of like CM Punk. He's a WWE's package version of Punk. He's <laughs> not going to shit all over them like Punk will. He's going to be the good corporate guy, but he's greasy and he's got a leather jacket yeah. and he's cool. And I think kids see that as cool. I don't see that as cool. At least he's kind of funny sometimes, like organically funny sometimes, you know, like, you, you yeah. know, where they, they try to force <laughs> Reigns to be like that. And it's not. At least, he, he you know, he does things know. sometimes that are kind of funny. Well, he's slightly better on the microphone than Roman. I'd give I'd give him that. <laughs> that's, I guess. That's, that's all. <laughs> that's, that's pretty that, much That's it. not a very hard task. Though. No. And when you compare guys like him to Kevin Owens. Or Sami Zayn, or Jericho, or Cesaro, or AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. It's just insulting. Did you, you like him when he was in the Shield? Guys. Did you like him when he was in the no, Shield? No, I never liked the Shield. Those promos backstage, those were the worst. I hated those. They didn't have to. I always found the Shield work best when they weren't talking. Like, and which is why yeah. Roman Reigns works best when he's not talking. If yeah. Roman Reigns just, if Roman Reigns just showed yeah. up and power bombed a guy out of nowhere, I'd be like, "This guy's amazing." Give him a mic. You're like, "No." Yeah, but that's all he does. Yeah. He shows up. He does a power bomb. Yeah. Shows up. He does a spear. Shows up. He does a punch. Yeah, and. But at least that's a character. Like, I was saying, when he talks, it breaks the character of, like... What character is that, though? That's the unstoppable badass. Like, Hulk doesn't talk in the comics. Like, he doesn't have to. Like, Hogan? No. The Goldberg? Green, the Green Hulk. Goldberg. Goldberg was another one in wrestling. But I'm just saying, but, like, yeah. when you think, like, wrestling is typically... I always th- apply, like, basically comic book logic to wrestling. And there are bad guys who don't... Or good guys, even, who don't speak in comic books. They just show up and kick ass. And you can, like... Other people, you can tell a story around that character, and I feel that it would be, I would be way more into Roman Reigns if he was a Goldberg kind of guy, where he just shows mm-hmm. up, drops the power moves, or whatever. It wouldn't be, he wouldn't be my favorite. I wouldn't be like, I can't wait for Roman to come out, but I wouldn't be like mad the way I am when he tries to cut a promo. Like I'd just be like, okay, here's Roman Reigns. He's gonna yeah. show up and kick someone's ass. And I think there's that element. There's the comic book aspect. Like, I'm not a comic book guy at all. Eh? I like fighting, and to me, wrestling is just pretend fighting right they're pretending to fight and i want it to look as real as possible without being real okay i'm kind of super old school where i think every world champion should be able to handle himself and if he were to take the belt like the nwa champion used to be able to do Mm -hmm. if you were to take the belt and defend it in japan and some guy tried to shoot on you and take the belt from you in the match you'd be able to defend yourself and beat that guy's ass yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that's the kind of wrestling (laughs) i like like. enoki exactly (laughs) i want somebody who's legit like kurt angle to me is the ultimate wrestling champion brock lesnar he's the ultimate wrestling champion because you can't fuck with that guy you can't he can do whatever he wants and if he doesn't want to drop the title he's not dropping the title yeah i like that kind of champion i like a badass so that was that, okay. Sorry, just one, one more thing on the shield. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that they're going to blow off the like the the triple threat shield match at SummerSlam? Sounds I'm, right. I think they're I think they're they're because like people are they always say oh that's going to be a mania thing, but like the way they're they're going like there's a couple of things that I think they might blow off at SummerSlam. I think they might do that. And maybe then do like a triple threat part two at Mania or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm wondering if they'll even do uh, Owen Zane solo like a singles match at. Uh, I think it's at, about at time for that, right? You know, they had like, what, are they gonna wait? Are they gonna wait all yeah. the way for for like are they gonna wait till another rest like another Mania? Yeah, I don't think there's any reason to. I think Owens I, and Zane. It makes sense to do it. Yeah. But uh, especially if they both fuck each other over at the like, you know, if both of them are pissed yeah. off after the ladder match and shit. Yeah. Like. Which would make a lot of sense, but it's not what I want for Kevin Owens. What do you what do you want? I want it to be the world champion. I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen. It's only eventually. a matter of time, I think, but why are we waiting? Well, did you hear that? What are we waiting for? Did Look at Daniel that, uh, Bryan. We waited so long with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And then yeah, but when I think he Dan- finally got it. Daniel he- Bryan is Sami Zayn part two. I feel like Owens can get there faster as a heel. 
Like, like I was like, Sami Zayn is gonna. It's gonna be a long time before Sami gets the belt, and when yeah. it does, it's gonna be like Brian's moment. It's gonna be this. Yeah. Because yeah. we're gonna be like, we're gonna stop believing that it could even happen. You know, we're just gonna. Yep, be, yeah. They're never gonna push Sami. And I, I kind of feel that they they know that that happened with Daniel, and they lost Daniel. So I feel that I feel creative kind of is gonna give that that same build, and it's gonna suck. You're gonna watch Sammy lose for I so long. So. I hope his shoulder can hold up all that time. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, legitimately, because yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, guys go down all the time due to injury. Yeah. And what happens to their career? You say, oh, eventually Kevin Owens will get the title. Well, what if he breaks his neck? Yeah. You know. Exactly. I mean, what, uh, things reason. happen in wrestling. You yeah. know, it's Tyson Kidd will tell you that. A thousand exactly. Times. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting for Tyson to get something. Yeah. Kind of a run with Cesaro. But yeah. You think Tyson will come back? No, I don't know. It doesn't look like it. You don't really. That's what they say they say like a bad bump is done for back and neck. He's lucky he didn't die. Yeah, exactly. Bad. That's yeah. what they're saying. Like, they're like that injury, like and it was like, off a muscle. A buster, like right? one kills, yeah. two paralyzes, and he got neither. So it's like he's like in like the top zillion percentile of that injury. You know, it's like giant. Now Keith, Keith has given me shit about this before, but I'm kind of like when we have like a wrestler guest on, I'm morbidly obsessed with 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 injuries and stuff. Have you ever had like a like a terrible injury or couple of times? What's, Kevin Steen gave the me the first ever package pile driver. I didn't know how to take it because he gave me it on a shoot. Because the guy who was in the match. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. This is, you're saying a lot. You just said a lot of crazy things. <laughs> all like really quick. Back it up. Back it up, Johnny. You're saying he had never given a package pile driver to anybody else before. No, I took the first one ever, actually, yeah. Okay. Like, I was there when he was practicing it and everything. Right. But he didn't practice it on me. He practiced it on someone else because he was going to give it to someone else in the match. We had a triple threat match. Okay. Who's the third person? Uh, Jeff Rosales. Okay. He's Spider-Man. not anymore. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man. We'll get the Spider-Man, but Spider-Man's not there yet. <laughs> Steen killed Spider-Man. <laughs> no, not quite. But um, he killed this guy because he, he did this um, <laughs> power bomb and he gave me a leg drop at the same time. And the ref was like, well, it's a shoot. It's going to be like a real fight. And he just pinned the guy because the guy was kind of like dizzy off the power bomb. Uh-huh. So he didn't realize he didn't kick out. Of, yeah. didn't kick out yeah. And then Steen decides that, well, because he felt bad for the fans because the match was like three minutes. Jesus so Christ. he told the ref, no, 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 we'll continue. It's elimination style. Elimination, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? So, yeah, then he just gave me the package pile driver, and I didn't tuck my head in correctly. Ugh. And we're in a ring that's more like a boxing ring, practically. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. So there's not much give, but the bones, like, crushing in my neck, Ugh. that gave. And that <laughs> felt like – that was the worst pain, I think, in the world I ever had. Like, I didn't think I'd be able to move properly after that. Like, I couldn't move my neck right. Ugh. I was in the hospital that whole night. It was rough. Was there – and was there, like, a – I don't just say – I want to say an actual injury – but like, was there like a, a diagnosed injury there, or was it, or did you just then have like a shitty neck? For more a while? like a stinger. Yeah, more like a that stinger. Pr- yeah, okay. That was pretty much it. I was lucky. Right. Yeah, that sucks. That um, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got better at that move. So well, you know, again, you it's, could, it's you know, more. You could, you could feel better about it that way, I guess. You know, it was more on me because I had never taken a pile driver before. I didn't practice it with him. Oh shit. Right. Okay. So it's really. So more then you're on both me. at the beginning of your careers here yeah. at this point. Well, I think Kevin's a lot more experienced than me at that point. Like Kevin pretty much dominated the whole match. I, I was clueless in that match. He <laughs> right. was guiding me. I I was the blind and he was guiding me. Right. Well, yeah, and well you were supposed to have a, a third guy to work with and then you were just like <laughs> and then you're sort of like, Oh, this is a one on one now. This and that that was the really hard part was like <laughs> I, I wasn't used to like Wow, something you know screwed up in the match. Like, what are we supposed to do now? You know, yeah. I had no idea. We had Mike Bailey on a, f- a, c- a couple of months, two, three months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and he talks about how he's he's happy that he could still sort of uh, turn his turn his head ninety degrees both ways. Like he could look to his right ninety degrees. He could look to his left ninety degrees, which he says is a big problem for for a lot of guys. Like, how, how are you on it? With how's your neck? And t- I've done a lot days. of stretching. Like back then, I I didn't look the way I look now. I didn't really have much of a Zeke whatsoever. Kevin actually made fun of me for taking my T-shirt off backstage once and told me <laughs> never do it again. <laughs> so I knew him back then. I knew John when he was skinny, when he had what no that muscles. Not, you know, why are you not allowed They're to take your shirt, shirt off? It's, it's, it's an industry of like quasi-nude men. How are you, how nope. how are you getting shit for Keep taking your shirt on? <laughs> Apparently, to Kevin back then, my physique was so terrible. Keep your shirt on like road dog. Yeah, keep your shirt on. Never take your shirt off ever again. And he told me this in front of the whole locker room, too. Like, <laughs> I felt ter- I had nightmares about this. Like, I felt so bad. My confidence was so shot. <laughs> like, 
I, I didn't know, like, was that, what, was, that. was that what got you into the gym? Because like, you're, you're massive A little now. bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it is. So, you know, again, that's, this, <laughs> it's, you know, uh, silver lining. Tough, tough uh, love, <laughs> tough love in the tough. back. <laughs> Go ask Kevin if you should take your shirt off now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Kevin, but, take your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. you, you should just be, like, constantly <laughs> setting, up, setting up new Twitter accounts and, like, sending him messages being like, how much you take your shirt off these days, Kev? Like, <laughs> well, I... Honestly, though, like, I really appreciate what Kevin did for me. Like, mm. helped me wrestle, like, learn to wrestle. And even that, like, it kind of gave me the shove. Like, hey, man, get yourself in the gym. Yeah. Now, well, maybe, I mean, like, yeah, like I, always, I always kind of, like, like, nowadays I feel that crowds are a little more uh, a little more open to a smaller guy. But I feel like, especially as a kid, like, your first, like, you talk about, like, your first impression. You're like, music hits, guy comes out. And, like, as a kid, you're like, I want him to be larger than life and all that stuff. And you're like, and if the guy's not... You're like, eh. You I know, and the kids like, had that same expectation. They kind of I feel did. like that's you, changed. You don't. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. There's I said like it has. So it is changing now. now that yeah. like, yeah. like, I mean, like, small guys are getting smaller, and now I think there's an appreciation for like the smaller, faster guys. And WWE's even acknowledging with the cruiserweight. Yeah, you go to an indie show a lot of times, and you see a bunch of guys that look just like you. Yeah, and then you see John, and it's like, oh well, that guy looks like a wrestler. You yeah. know, a lot of these guys don't really look like wrestlers. Yeah, they're part-time wrestlers. And then you see John and other guys like John. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, well, there's a guy who really is. Well, doing it was it. one of those things that we like when we met when we met Jake last week. He's what six he's two, huge. six three. Yeah, right. And I was like, and he was like, yeah. and he. And when you think back to like your ki- childhood, watching he's like Jake, an old guy now. You think he'd be like shrunken down a yeah. little. Yeah, he's still and also like you huge. don't, yeah. you don't remember Jake as one of the huge guys. Yeah, because there's so like, many fucking big. Yeah, like because they were all like because like six three was the like point of entry into WWE at that point. You yeah. know, it's just sort of like you have to be six three or higher. Like, yeah. I, I met Bret Hart one time, and I was astonished big guy. at how large yeah. he was. Yeah, exactly. I was like, man, Bret, you were a small guy, but you're huge next to me. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like. Even, and even like you know, like if, you, if you've ever seen like Foley like in person, yeah, guy yeah. who's like yeah. broken, broken down his body, yeah. big fucking yeah, guy, huge. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same with who was yeah. it? Oh no, you weren't there when we met. Uh, we met Carlito back in the spring because he was in town. Yeah, I like, saw. And, yeah, I ring announced to Carlito for that show. <laughs> I wrestled on that show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did I, wait, wait. Why did I miss Carlito? <laughs> I don't know because it was in Verdun. <laughs> Fuck. And you were just like, <laughs> I missed Carlito. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. a Sunday afternoon in Verdun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's why. That's why. There it is. Strange time. But yeah. But either way, Carlito. It was the same way. Like, wait, like he. When you watch on TV, you're like, he's one of the little guys, and you meet him, you're yeah. like, oh shit, you yeah. are a big, muscly dude. Yeah, like, and bigger than everybody else in the locker room too. That's what I really saw. I was like, okay, well, there's some big guys here in the locker room. Then Carlito shows up, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, that was literally that's what a WWE guy. Yeah. Looks like, his name you know? is Little Carlos. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, and he's huge. <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't look like that though in WWE. He's in better shape now than he was in WWE. Yeah, but he was that tall though. Like he's yeah. still like way taller than you. But yeah, he li- he liked little, He didn't have like full definition. Like, no, no um, he wasn't that wide either like oh, he's he really wide like, crazy wide and when yeah, yeah it, uh, when iws had their mysterio show there like in uh february yeah february march march yeah it's uh, there, uh, there was it was i was standing i was like in the crowd and i was watching it and there was like these three guys behind me and uh frankie frankie the mobster came out and like these three guys behind me just like lost their mind right? <laughs> and, I, and like you know like i've, I've talked with frankie a bunch of like and so i was like i know frankie i'm like oh cool frankie's here and these three guys are just like losing their shit like and one guy's like where did they find this guy i'm like it's frankie it's just frankie man he's just he's, he's fucking yeah it's frankie but yeah. like but you know frankie compared to like you know Most three of quarters of that roster, roster of, yeah. of, of, yeah. of like the iws roster exactly. or like the battle or, roster, or like any yeah. indie roster he looks so fucking huge yeah like all right, and that was the size portion of the show. We're just talking about big men wrestling. Uh, so yeah, the cruiser, cruiserweight classic. Uh, what do you have? You guys, are you guys excited? Are you? You're not. I'm a little disappointed. Amazing Red's not going to be in it because okay. I thought he was really great. Uh, the jury in it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I thought the jury was. was so, yeah, was out of nowhere. Like. Yeah, he's still <laughs> wrestling. I had no idea. Yeah, how old is like, Has their ages? Like one of the he's one of the things old. I saw has their ages. I think he's forty two. Yeah. Like you watch like every oh other guy, every other guys in their like twenties and thirties. Like Tajiri, forty two. That like, means he. If they, well, if they put him in it, that means he could he could still go. He'll probably be go out like within the, in the first round. Yeah, probably. I think yeah. he could he'll enhance somebody. somebody like, yeah, yeah, yeah for like sure. Zack Saber Jr. Put him over or something. Yeah, Kendrick's yeah. in it too, which is interesting. Yeah, Kendrick was neat. I always like, thought he was yeah. really good and underused. Yeah. Well, you know they they let him train Eva, so. Yeah, well, that was the great use of his talent. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, and look at her now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What She's a star. Flying around that ring. Yeah. Man. Like, using her his finisher too. Yeah. Oh, she does it so well too. That was so. That was the best. Like my my wife likes the the. 
Total Divas there. His wife, just not, like, it's not Walter. I will. I didn't watch the last couple seasons. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> I watched Total Oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> Some, it, has, it has its moments. Like, I watched I love like, it. the first two, three seasons in its entirety. But, like, just like watching with my wife being like. <laughs> on repeat, back to back. And, like, the only exposure I'm getting to Brian Kendrick is on fucking yeah. Total Divas. That's right. Like, I love watching John Cena at home. That's really. Interesting. He seems he, like way better a guy. Like oh, out of, I, seems I, I like his creepy, I like his outer he's ring a weird persona. He's, like he's very it also strange. scares me that there's nothing up on. I don't even think it's his house. It's weird. Like there's <laughs> there's there's no pictures. There's no art on the wall. There's no anything. I feel that it's just it's like, like a, a mansion, mansion that he owns. Yeah, exactly. He made it's Mickey like, sign a contract to live in his house. Yeah, exactly. That was that was a plot point of the episode. But yeah. that was stra- that's a strange that's move. Odd, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Cena is not a normal like, guy. But the, the way they justify it is just is like he's he got burned by a divorce. They, yeah, that's what yeah. they always suggest, right? Yeah. Is that he got burned by his like his previous yeah, marriage, exactly. and that they they always go out of their way to to do like to make him look like a good guy. Yeah. Even when they try very hard. Well, that was it. Like. It doesn't seem like a good guy on the show. It <laughs> like, still like, doesn't the, really work out. For the me. contract thing is funny. Like, uh, my my wife probably watched I think the first two seasons and then yeah. just quit. Like, we should have. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like that that contract thing. Uh, like, because we're always like, what what parts and angle? Like, because obviously, like almost anything that happens with with Natty is like yeah. worked to fucking beyond work She's except doing her father too. except yeah. her father being a drug addict yeah so that stuff is yeah just exactly like yeah. but just like oh like the guy who did the spray tan and then it's like yeah it was, like it's so anyway so we're always like what stuff's reality tv angle and what stuff is 95 percent of it is but bullshit. the thing is is like so if you're <laughs> yeah. like if it's all if some of the reality like if the drama is scripted why would you script your Cena to be an asshole and demand a contract? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, because, you know like, because it always some resolves. Some of that is real. Some of it is yeah, real. No, exactly. because it always resolves itself by the end of the episode. You set up a conflict at the beginning with this like weird conflict, uh, this weird contract thing, and then by the end of it, they're both okay. Yeah, but it. like you're like, still yeah, Cena but comes Nikki's off as still the... crying, and Nikki is not a good actress to cry on. Command. Yeah, yeah. That that when they cry, you know it's real. That's the biggest, the biggest, that's my rule. the biggest argument as to like what's scripted, what's not scripted. Are is like are the Bellas like wooden and robotic? Because we know that they can't do anything. Yeah. Like, like other than like in the ring, it's garbage. So when there's legit responses coming out of the bellows, you're like, oh, okay. Like, I guess yeah. I guess there's something real happening here, yeah. no matter how worked it might be. So felt Ziggler and Nikki like that was legit because I don't think they're that good acting too. No, but that was so stupid. That was weird. That was like what, like I, I, I bailed. I, that, I, I bailed. That I was like, I've not seen it. I've heard like, about it. Yeah. It's so awkward. Like that. Like that whole thing where they try to. What I'm thinking is they just gave Ziggler like a bonus and didn't tell Nikki. <laughs> like they were like, "Hey Ziggler, want to make a couple bucks? Yeah, I start hitting." Is. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is a way to get him on Total Divas. He just wants to get a new market, a yeah. new pair of eyes on him. You know, and he wrestled Cena like two weeks in a row afterwards, and it went nowhere. Yeah, but that's Ziggler's. Yeah, that's Ziggler's spot on the they, roster. They, they worked in the. They worked that into the to the main product story. You thought they would, but they didn't. It seemed like they were going to because all that was going on at the same time on Total Divas. And then Cena and Ziggler have a match. They, they rarely even acknowledge that, like that. They don't John, acknowledge John and Nikki are they don't a fucking thing. That. It's ex- it's it it exists. Yeah. Every once in a while, somebody will make a reference to it, like especially within the like amongst the divas. Yeah. Or, sorry, excuse me, the women. Women. I don't know if they the do it on. I don't think they do it really on, on Raw, Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. They've never said outright Nikki and John Cena are together. On AJ Raw Lee. Or well, AJ Lee. Used she to alluded to or, it. Or, yeah. But she didn't say specifically Nikki and Cena because she could have been talking about. Uh, Brian and, and Bree. Bree. Well, she was saying both. Time. She was talking about both of them. Right. Well, she yeah. was talking about kind of all of them. I think at that. At that all of Bellas. Yeah, and it's but. and it was especially especially when she was like a fucking like you know out and out heel. It's like it doesn't make sense that that John, like good guy John would yeah. be going out with like yeah. like such a fucking heel. You mm-hmm. know, like why shouldn't he talk to her? It's like say something to her for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, stop her. Yeah, but John, stop but her, John's John. a shitty friend stop anyway. Her, John. But then when they tried to work Bree and Brian together on TV, it didn't really work that well. Oh, no, so maybe it's the best thing to keep Cena and Nikki apart. It kind of gave Bree a super push, though. It put her yeah, against yeah, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, she got the yes yeah. chance, right? Like, yeah. that's, but they like, kind of gave that to Bree, I think. To supplement their income while Brian was hurt, yeah, that makes gave sense. her a big yeah, su- SummerSlam payday. Yeah, Brian yeah. was hurt, so Bree's making money for the family. Well, and the fans were also like, she had pretty good, pretty good crowd reactions. Like, even though the matches weren't great, just because it was like, it was like pity. 
You're just sort of like, yes. yeah, yeah. She's married to my favorite, you know, and you're just yeah, like, exactly. yay. Is the Japan event going to be a network special again? Do you know? Have you heard anything? I don't know. It should be because Shinsuke is wrestling Kevin Owens on that show. Is that the deal? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh my goodness, that guy Shinsuke is the best. Yeah, they have it's to bring him up to amazing the main roster. Yeah, I, I, it will I, happen so sooner good. than later. I, I, so. it, it's, I feel so depressed. I was talking about this with with uh, with my wife who watches wrestling yeah. sometimes. Uh, just like I feel so. Except like, she doesn't want to like just like you know go to Orlando with the drop of a hat to see fucking Mania. Though. What a crazy, crazy woman. But yeah, I feel so bad for uh, Shinsuke <laughs> and Asuka because I'm just sort of like I was like I don't think that arena fans are not going to yell what at them. I'm like, they're both so good. And I was like, they just won't because those fans are so shitty. And like... Wait, what are you saying now? Arena fans will yell what when these people are speaking because they're the worst. Are you suggesting they because they're like English is Because their English is broken. Like if they're going to... If they're they yelling... Do, that's, not a, that's not a broken English issue. They do that to everybody. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. But they're going to immediately jump on it when someone speaks No, not for Nakamura. Oh fuck! You, again, you're not you're thinking NXT fans. NXT fans would never no, do I'm that. Twenty one thousand. I think WWE fans are becoming NXT fans. Yeah, I think you're yeah. hearing the yeah, the no, you're reactions. Wrong. No, you're wrong. Yeah. I will bet money on it. Really? I will bet fifty dollars. I'd say at least fifty percent right and what now. Is, and what is and for you to be right? They just have to say what once, and then you're going to yell what to Nakamura cutting a promo. That's not going to happen. Like quickly, like if they do it quickly. I, I don't know about that. Yeah. I feel like they are. Enzo and so Cass is a great example of it's a carryover right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, Enzo and Cass, but they come out like wielding the English no, language. No, fucking Nakamura like, is like the most like hype thing. Like the guy who came in with the most fucking. Like, I agree. Hype. In NXT, man, I feel it's that twenty one thousand. When you put twenty thousand people in an arena, there's going to be a few thousand idiots who yell what because he speaks. Also, a he barely slow. speaks at all. I know. Like they barely have yeah. to speak at all. There wouldn't even like there barely be an occasion for them to. They, do that. And as soon as that entrance hits, as soon as he comes out, nobody's going to be shitting on him. They're going to be like, "Whoa, fuck, look at this guy <laughs> doing his little hand things." That's fantastic. I love Nakamura. Like Nakamura is like my favorite wrestler and like yeah. I just I really don't think that like like that what chant is like a fucking disease. And it happens to, like, like oh, what was it? Like, it happens to fucking everybody now. Like, for no reason. Even, like, likable. Because they're shitty promos. Because they're, they're these no. garbage, yeah. shitty when they're just chan- When they chanted, what to fucking Dusty two years ago? That wasn't a shitty promo. They just were like, an old man's talking. Like, that's all that that was. Dusty fucking Rhodes. What was the market? I'm not sure what which fucking. city? I'm not, but if Shinsuke's on the main roster, it's not going to be like fucking. He's always wrestling in Chicago. Like that's not going to happen. He's going to have no, to but wrestle. There, there are especially shitty markets, though. Okay, but he'll have to deal with those, and they're going to yell what, and it's going to be the fucking worst. I don't think he's going to cut long promos in the ring. I re- I don't I, think they'll give him the chance to. to I yell think yeah, I know. I'm just like I but said. You know, they talk they about can, arena they can protect fans. him against that. Those NXT fans Whoop, are yeah, they're so good at protecting you guys. Yeah. Did you see Paul Ellering show up on that last yeah. special? And they're like, yeah. who, who are you? Were they think, they're no, chanting, were they, yeah, who are you? But I think it's debatable as to whether they were chanting, who are you, to Ellering or the two dudes in the ring. It seemed like the they were doing the two, it at Ellering. But who are the two yeah. guys in the ring? Who I don't know. Guys? I think that's who they were doing it They're for. the authors I, of pain. Because yeah. like, I saw Ellering, and I was like, oh, I knew, and I knew who it was right away. Yeah. I hope that they were chanting it at those guys. I'm pumped that they got Elring back. I like it. Yeah, it's very cool to see him. It it seemed to start when he came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You're right. So I wasn't sure. So I was like, I was like, but but you know, fucking NXT fans aren't aren't that dense that they're not going to know who fucking Paul Elring is. They might be. They're young. You think it's just a youth thing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. If you're under 25, do you know who Paul Elring is? He also didn't have sunglasses. Like that's all I remember him. When's the last time he was with Legion of Doom? Uh, no. SummerSlam, '92, right? <laughs> with the, Twenty-four years with ago, the, with the with the ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. So if you're under twenty-five, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no idea. He kind of looks like the singer from um, uh, what's it called, uh, Judas Priest. Oh, yeah. This just stopping an interview yeah. and just became talking about wrestling, <laughs> which I'm fine with. Like, <laughs> what else was this gonna be? I was gonna ask Johnny how he got started. I was gonna ask Dave how he got okay, started. So let's do that and and like, well, we're almost done the show. No, we're not. We're getting close to five questions. Johnny, you started with the Rougeos. Yep. Uh, but was that always a passion of yours? Or were you – I mean, if especially if you – like, I'm just going to project now. If you're like a skinny kid, I feel it was a passion thing. It wasn't like you were just like, I want to be a wrestler because I'm big. Are you telling him why you got into wrestling? Yeah, I, I said I'm projecting. I said this is how I feel. You can affirm or just be like, wrong, Keith, you're an idiot. Yeah, I, I guess it was more <laughs> of a passion thing. Yeah. Just I always liked that good versus evil, the storylines, the acting. I was just really attached to that. Were you, were you, did you ever, like, hit moves on your friends when you were a little kid and stuff? Oh, we did ever, tons of backyard like, wrestling with back, each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We loved ECW, and we tried to mimic that as much as possible. Okay, so you did, like, so you did legit. Like, when I, like, when I like, wrestled with my friends, it was, like, onto a mattress, and it was just, like, flipping. It was not, like... A flaming mattress? Yeah, nothing was lit on fire. Nothing. Did you guys, like, go crazy? Yeah, yeah, flaming tables, jumping off roofs. 
barbed wire matches. <laughs> what? Yay for yeah. minimal. Yay, yay for minimal parental supervision. Eh. I, I love being 16. You know, just not caring and just you know. I'm invincible. Yourself. Yeah. Living in the country. That's what happens. Yeah. That's it. Well, and by the country. Did you ever like make little like matches and like charge people money to get them to the backyard and stuff? Or we had matches, but we just had our friends come out and you know enjoy it. Could have made some money off your friends. What kind? Where did you guys go? It was in uh, Hemingford. Hemingford. That's a very far away, near the border, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. it's a mining town. I want to say. You know where Park Safari? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there. Cool. Okay. Wrestle, wrestle a lion. <laughs> we did. We didn't have much back there. <laughs> we made the most of what we had. Fighting a video store once. Really? That nice. was a lot of fun. Was it like? Did you get like permission for that, or? Well, because one of our friends worked there. Nice. So once <laughs> it closed, like, oh, let's go find a video store. <laughs> did you like, wreck anything, or did it sort of like it comes in? Your buddy gets fired because like the shelves. Well, are I didn't realize up. that uh, fire extinguisher. Like, you know, if you pull the pin, like you can, you know, make it work. Right. I didn't know back then, and uh, I wasn't supposed to use that. So, my friend was a little pissed, and then his mom was pissed because it was the owner. Um, <laughs> was the it was best. like a big foam fire extinguisher? Or was it one of those like shitty little? No, sprays? it was, it was uh, legit, and it hurt yeah. like hell when you try to hit each other over the head with it. And that was. Yeah. A, <laughs> Not the wisest idea. I didn't have a lot of great ideas back then. Um, <laughs> but the one good one was become a wrestler. And, and find the porn <laughs> section, too. That was great. That's, That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was one of my highlights. In my Did they have like, like those swinging saloon doors to go into that part? Because I can all London. No, they just had a box and just with the, the movies. And we just slam each other into it. and then. But like, I mean, it was like sectioned off, though, right? It was like a, was a separate room? No, no, no. It was, it was just there. a box. It's just a box. And like a just triple X. And like, if you open it up, there's the porn. Oh, okay. Like, like someone like take a spot into the box and they come up with all the porn being like ah like covered in porn. Well one time That's I, what I, I don't know that. why <laughs> but like a mother like left her baby like right next to it. Next to on top of the box of porn. And yeah. we're not noticing either and you know we're looking through it and uh the baby's just clearly got her eyes on it and um <laughs> that probably wasn't the greatest thing too as well. Made a lot of probably bad decisions as a kid. Um <laughs> No But that's life. No, I don't think so. <laughs> don't don't regret anything. You know, it, it made, stand by what you did. It made me tough. You know, I survived it, and it uh, made me who I am today. And, and Dave, how did you get into to broadcasting and stuff? Were you just like, I like to talk about this stuff. I would like to do it on the radio. Because uh, like, 10 years is a, even, like, it's a long time to be running yeah. a show. We're at, like, four, and we hate each other. Like, <laughs> Well, John's my third co-host. So. <laughs> oh, so you're just like. So. Who are the other two? Uh, there was a guy. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, I mean, why am I asking? That's a well, stupid one of them is Jeremy Prophet. He was the first co-host of the wrestling show. Spider-Man. Was he? Whoa! Spider-Man? Yeah, he was You're Spider-Man. shitting yeah. me. Full that circle. You're <laughs> shitting me. Prophet was Spider-Man. Yep. Nice. Yeah. You're just hanging on to that. That was the perfect moment That's to tell great. us who Spider-Man. Per- yeah. <laughs> yes. I knew we'd get to it eventually. Like, yeah. You should bring that back. Current, current, <laughs> bring back uh, the current IWS being Marvel Spider-Man champion Jeremy Prophet. Yeah, yeah. He was the first co-host for the wrestling show, mm-hmm. well, the wrestling uncensored show. I guess it started. It started as a wrestling show, and then we started covering MMA, and we did MMA and wrestling, mm-hmm. and then we decided to split them up. Right. And then I started the new wrestling show and kept Ringside Report as the the fight show. Right. And do you and when, like so do you have, like sponsors and stuff or? Well, uh, it's kind of. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> We're, uh, do you do you cut the show together yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so you just like you do you guys record the show? We talk for about an hour in my living room about wrestling every week. And then week. you send it over to. And then TSN. I edit it. Yeah. I put the music. I put the liners and everything. And then I send it over to the radio station, and a man Marco plays it and. We're good to go every week. Cool. That's fine. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's, it's like, it's uh, obviously like, I mean, I, I've definitely, I've heard it like just popping on the radio and like when you're in the car late night, you're like, oh shit, they're talking about wrestling, which is like yeah. a nice, like a nice surprise because usually you switch over and you're like, it's going to be hockey or baseball or whatever. And or it's college football like, or whatever. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's wrestling. On yeah, the exactly. Because yeah. there have guests on? Uh, do we have guests on? Sometimes. Very rare. It's pretty yeah, rare. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. That was pretty cool. We've had a lot. Of, I mean, we have had guests on. We've had. We've interviewed a lot. How'd you of get people. Daniel Bryan? What do you mean, like on the phone? That or? was through WWE. That was on the phone. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Bryan, Cesaro, Cody Rhodes, Ryback, all sorts of guys through WWE. Um, and we've interviewed people over the years. Hogan. He had cool. Foley in studio. Foley in studio for an hour. Really cool. How'd you guys get that done? He was in town doing a comedy show. He wanted that, to I feel like it. that was the same, the same way, that, way we, that we got it. That we got yeah. Foley for 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. We got him for 45 minutes at about 1 o'clock in the morning. 
Yeah. Like, wow. Oh, okay. You got hotel. after the show. At we the Hyatt Hotel, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we got him just, just hanging out, randomly hanging out. We're like, can, we, can you talk? Can you do our podcast? It was and like, like it was like sure. 10 or 11 o'clock at night. He's like, I'm going to go home and come at a show. And, and like, and then I'll come back. And we're like, okay, whatever. That was just a blow off. And then he comes back like 1 o'clock in the morning. He's like, you guys ready? And we're like, hells yeah, we're ready. Yeah, like, yeah. we have our gear here. We're recording with you for sure. <laughs> and at the like, table next like, to us was the puppeteers from the Muppets. Yep. Oh, that's good. Foley, yeah. Foley's a man of his word. Yeah, he's, like, he's a good guy. Because yeah. <laughs> Green Phantom wanted to meet Mick Foley, right? So Green Phantom comes to the studio mm-hmm. to meet Foley when we do the interview. And Phantom asked him if he was going to see the Muppets because he knew Foley was a Muppet fan. Right. And Foley didn't have tickets. And Phantom said, well, I have an extra ticket. So then Phantom, the hardcore hero, got to go to the Muppets with the hardcore legend. I've, he's never, I've never heard him. I've never heard that story. That's it's amazing. Really funny. Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. he got to hang out with Mick Foley. For exactly. Phantom kicked the cool. shit out I want to see here. them have a Muppet <laughs> match against each other. <laughs> Fans bring the Muppets. When John and Phantom wrestle each other, it's have ridiculous. You, you guys should see these guys wrestle. I bet. Awesome. No, yeah. Like, have, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen Phantom's comedy? No, I have not. Yeah, yeah he does. We've uh, he does Phantom had a that had was. Is he gonna be on back on? Maybe 20? I don't know. He, he, Phantom, Phantom has a what a good seven minutes. Five to seven. Five, he has a five to seven comedy set. That's all with very, the mask on. With the mask yeah. on. Yeah, oh, yeah, always that. It's it's like wrestling dad jokes basically. <laughs> and where I were and then where and I then get, Walter where, where I get the shit kicked out of me <laughs> at the end. No, throughout. Like he, he'll oh. like he'll bring me up and like it, it, you know, and he'll be like, "How does the uh, you know the green phantom dry his clothes with the clothesline?" And then he clotheslines me. And, like, <laughs> he just kicks my ass for like five minutes on stage. And sounds it's, great. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. We gotta see that. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fun. Bit. Yeah, he did it if if he's back, I guess, because he, he did it. That, I've done that like two three times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But he was at he was opening for Jake. He yeah. was a uh, he was a warm up uh, warm up comedian for Jake's uh, unspoken stuff. Unspoken so, stuff. Unsp- things called unspoken word stuff. <laughs> unspoken stuff. stuff with Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> uh, do you you want to hit five questions and then we'll get sure. to plugs? All right. So we do a thing where we ask the same questions to everybody. Yep. And uh, I need to go to my phone because we changed them up. We changed them up a while ago, but I should know them by heart by now. Number one. But I don't. Number one is what, Walter? Is who will play you in a movie? There it is. <laughs> Never remember these questions. So we'll go Johnny. We'll go Johnny, Dave, and the next one will go Dave, Johnny. Who well, would play I, you in the movie? I, I like it to be Ben Affleck. That'd be pretty awesome. But he doesn't have the physique. Oh, he's he got to get a lot of work in. Come on, like, he's he's got to be Batman for it's Christ true. He does. He, yeah, he's he, at the gym. He's kind of Batman. Would you, would you make? Would you get long hair? Would you want him? No, he should get long hair. He, yeah, he'd yeah. grow it out. Yeah, he can do it. Ben Affleck. What about the Dwayne? No, 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 no. Rock can't do it. I <laughs> <laughs> can't get it. But I feel like. Racial issue. Who would play? Who would play young <laughs> you wrestling in the video store? Hmm. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Still Ben Affleck. Still Ben Affleck. CGI'd, retroactively <laughs> CGI'd Ben Affleck. Back in the day, Elijah Wood. Elijah not Wood. anymore. That'd be great if like Elijah Wood, like young Elijah Wood, grows up to be Ben Affleck to sort of like illustrate that that change. Dave, that, who would play you in a movie? Change. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking movie here, like a movie. Th- people will see this. It's, it's, yeah, like a, yeah. it's like a visual thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Don't okay. Don't judge I don't that. <laughs> Why would you possibly? You're gonna limit yourself? Yes, to another white person. Wow! Oh, oh, oh. wow! Go white it's not even a fucking it's, it's racist a thing. It's like it's like it's a not stupid thing. Anyway, Chris, okay. so you're saying a woman couldn't play Bob Dylan in that movie? Because guess what? It happened, and a black guy played Bob Dylan also. Because that was like some fucking weird artsy fartsy thing. Maybe where, like, the biopic people. of Dave. Simon you're gonna, you're gonna is a fucking reference. Artsy. I'm not there. Yes. Jesus Christ, Keith. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I'm with you. Tom Kevin Hart good answers though. Guess, both. Both. Know. Kevin Hart. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a good guy. He's about the same size as me. So he's smaller, I think. I don't know. He's in really a lot tiny. better shape, though. The Rock got him in great shape. Oh, yeah. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go to the gym with me. That's your problem. <laughs> what? I'm trying, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this question because we, we, we've had some like hit and miss with it. The, throw it out there. Okay, but what um, like unusual thing are you afraid of? That's how it should be. Because if because like the question is the no, question is the question's fine. The question is what are you afraid of? And it gets weird, deep, and ugly. But what well, unusual thing could be like this is a weird? If they want to get deep with it. They get deep with it. Mm-hmm. Coming back from the show and hitting a moose, like the, I'm terrified of that man. Have you like, seen like, moose? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've I have a place. That's a good one. That's a good. That's, that's, that's a fucking good terrifying. Like I know uh, a car that I seen a car that hit a moose, and it just like sheared off like the roof and the window and everything. Like and just like basically rendered the car a convertible. And if you being a big guy. It would just take you with it, and you'd be 
Have you uh, ever almost? I, 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 my parents have a place like uh, about um, three hours outside of north of town. So like moose around are there, and we saw a car accident where a car plowed into a moose, and the car was like devastated. And I was like, holy fuck. Have you known this to happen to anybody, or like, where does this fear come from? Like, well, just uh, we were coming from Maine one time uh-huh. on a show, and uh, saw a moose. Yeah, <laughs> saw an actual like a full-grown moose. Yeah, just running across the road. Like, Jesus. it didn't see us, thankfully, but yeah. wow, that thing's like they're gigantic. Huge. They're yeah, they're fucking huge, and you can't do anything. It's like, like a super horse. It's way bigger than a horse. It's I like a, it's like a giant cow Did I say on stilts. Regular? I said a super horse. Yeah, but it's like a <laughs> cow on stilts, like a huge or cow on stilts. A super horse. <laughs> ben, what are you scared of? Ben? David, his brother's name is Ben. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know uh, his brother. <laughs> <laughs> they look, they kind of look alike. I, uh, I don't like heights, and that's pretty much it. Unusual things I'm scared of. So you would never do a, never do a ladder match? I would never. Well, I'd never. I mean, a ladder match is fine, but I'd never jump out of a plane. Scaffold or a match. Scaffold match? I wouldn't scaffold match. Johnny, yeah, I'm not going to be Jim Cornette for you. <laughs> Backyard wrestling, yeah, we did scaffold match. Get the yeah. fuck out. You did a scaffold. <laughs> we had like a. <laughs> Where did you get the scaffold? We like? had like a fencing, which uh-huh. is pretty much like a scaffold, and just, yeah, you'd fall off, and that's how you'd lose the match. Uh-huh. Yeah, but from like a height of what? Like six, eight feet? Uh, ten. Oh, okay. <laughs> Enough that it probably sucked when you went down. Well, you know, back then you just don't care. You know. <laughs> just Sixteen, like, oh, we're not going to live the seventeen. You know, just yeah. Again, yeah, I fully <laughs> understand these decisions. Yeah, sounds, sounds right. Call me, me crazy, but I, um, I felt like I valued my life when I was a teenager. <laughs> I don't oh. know if it was just me in the minority here, but I was like, I was afraid of dying. <laughs> no, no, it's the end of high school. We got to kill ourselves. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it's, it's the end of our lives. Jesus, <laughs> wow, fun, dark, fun times for you, John. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, Question question number three. three. Uh, If you were allowed to get a tattoo when you were 12 years old, what would it be of? Probably the Canadian Maple Leaf. That's safe. That's like not an unusual thing. Like, which is, you know, that's another like an Olympic thing too, right? Like, they all the Olympians get the get the Maple Leaf tattoo. All of them get it. Tons of them fucking get it, man. Tons of them. That ain't all. Not big on tattoos. Even when you were 12, like you never like like we were like, oh, tattoos are the best. No. Not no. at all. Canadian belief. I'm 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 agreeing with that one. Proud, oh, proud Canadian oh. boy from Hemingford. Yep. <laughs> wrestling in, <laughs> wrestling in a video store with the porn. A- and a church one time too. Like we broke into a church. Like I probably, I probably church. should have mentioned that, but I mentioned it. Yeah. How it. about how about statute of limitations on that? John? That's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm okay. Yeah. yeah you're all set. I agree. I, 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 I was like, like wrestling we'll in a church. I'm like, that's not that unusual. Church basement. Yeah. Whatever. You're like, no, broke into a church. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just you know, live for today. You know, we're not gonna live tomorrow. So. Again, it's like the, 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 the <laughs> what a theme in your the life. The police come and rescue the church. It's like I'm gonna be dead soon anyway. They're yeah. like, what? What? Uh, Sixteen, <laughs> you're fine. That's Man, fine. The prequel, the Death Wish, Teenage Death <laughs> teenage Wish. Death wish. <laughs> Man, Halloween. I didn't think we were gonna survive the night. Like Halloween was nuts. <laughs> what did you the cops were chasing us. Like I thought we were done. What did you get like, up to on Halloween? Yeah, yeah. What'd you do? Broke into a church, egging stuff. You know, like. Usual stuff. Carton of eggs match. Throwing like <laughs> stuff through windows, breaking windows. Oh, God. You know, David, what would have been your uh, misguided? <laughs> what would be your, your misguided tattoo? Probably like a wrestling thing, like Bret Hart's logo or Stone Cold's finger. You know, the skull, the skull with the smoking skull. Smoking with the, skull. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably so some like sort that. of wrestling inspired tattoo. Yeah, or like the Kevin Steen. Uh, Rock tattoo that he's got there, the Brahma. Do you Bowl. think that he got that because of the Rock? Do you think the kind I wonder, of? I wonder about that. It's like, a pretty big coincidence. The Rock inspired. <laughs> it's a weird choice. I mean, <laughs> it's strange to get a bull right there that kind of looks like the Rock tattoo, and you're a wrestler, but slightly different. It's slightly different. I don't. I, yeah, I don't but know. Rand, Randy Orton got all tattoos on his arm. Did he do, like steal from the Undertaker? Like no, but that well, was, that was, all, it was the skull motif. It was. This, it was. It was like a consistent. A consistent like design up along. He had some terrible tribals. He was like just yeah. covered in yeah. covered in skulls. I like how the skull. If you don't watch on a really good high HD TV, like his arms just look gray. Yeah, you know, like it's like you don't see, you don't, you can't see the like the differentiation between the skulls, and it just looks like he has gray arms. Maybe that's just me. So I'm gonna uh, shitty TV, I guess. So our last uh, <laughs> our last guest was comedian Trana Wintour. Yes, she wants to know what's your favorite Barbara Streisand song. Oh yeah. There was no way that could have possibly gone wrong. That question. Nope. nope. I said I was like, it's too specific. What if they don't know? Do you know any Barbara Streisand songs? I can't think of any. Come Memories. on. Memories. There it is. I think that's what I said. Yeah, that's the only one <laughs> I know. I think. So, by your favorite. De facto. Sure. It's definitely favorite. Your favorite though. Yeah. 
I guess. <laughs> if it's the only one Wind you know. my wings, maybe? Isn't that Bette uh, Midler? Yeah, wasn't I mean, somebody fuck else? Fuck yeah. it is. Damn it. I watch The Simpsons. I know this yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe just come out to Barbra Streisand just the once, Johnny. Just just for the... <laughs> just I wouldn't want her to come out with me. Like, ugh. Get Not so much. Probably so get, cool, though. In a wrestling crowd, I feel like that'd be like instant heat. Like just coming out yeah. with Barbara Streisand, it would just actual be like. Barbra Streisand. Yeah. I think it would Barbra just Streisand. be awkward. Like yeah. a lot of Raw, though, but so it kind of fit, I guess. <laughs> She'd never do it. I always find that like when they, they, they never <laughs> they never capitalize on the fact that like celebrities get automatic heat. Like I feel that they should just – every celebrity should just be a heel. Like every time. Like just Dr. Phil was great, I thought. That was probably one of their better ones, yeah. Yeah. John Stewart was all right too. Like he was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like Amazing. John John Stewart cutting the promo on uh, on Paul Heyman. I was like, holy shit! Like, yeah, John Stewart. I mean, he's a little, he's like he's he's got that rant the heel style. Turn, the going heel down. turn was a little strange though. The, the heel turn for John Stewart was a little strange. But it was cool that he, he did was, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he swung a chair at somebody. You didn't expect it. That wasn't the finish that anyone predicted. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one, no one, it, yeah. no one predicted John Stewart interfering. Yeah. <laughs> True. And it was Damn the first, it, Stewart. Thing, first thing he did after a show was canceled. Yeah. He would or he ended, you yeah. know, whatever. How, how how much better would that have been with Jr. calling that moment though? Everything Just would go, be better. going, but like specifically going off on John Stewart. Yeah, well, that's the thing that's really. God damn it, damn, damn it, Stewart. Damn it, John. Commentary is terrible right now. Joey Styles would be better. Yeah, I like Moro. I think Moro. Shivani. Shivani would be better. It's apparently and Michael Cole. Yeah, one hundred percent. And apparently, uh, supposedly, if you if you believe the uh, if you believe the the, the tweet tease, it's going to be Morrow and Graves on New SmackDown. That would be good. Graves is all right. Yeah, I didn't. And right. I, it took me a while to like fucking warm up to Graves. Oh, I was what like, about the for King? A, the longest times I was like, well, oh. it'll probably be the King. They always do three man teams. They right? better keep the King. No, I, mean, I don't know. I'm done with him, man. Like, I don't understand why Byron Saxon's the only guy on both shows. He's the worst. <laughs> he's on both shows. He's a good. He's a good punching bag. <laughs> yeah. Not great. I feel that well, and also, why isn't he just a wrestler? <laughs> uh, he wasn't, wasn't the, a good wrestler. The weird, the weird, why did they bring him in in the first place? The thing For that, sure they didn't bring him in to be like a fucking personality. Like the thing, like the a, thing a that gets me about Byron, I don't know. they're just giving him a job. But at the same time, I'm He's like... nice. They like him. He, but <laughs> they just continually... Like fail to capitalize on the fact that he could fucking bump like a, like a champ if they wanted to. He could like when they when there's announcer spots, fucking have him like ah like get like nailed by the chair or whatever. Yeah, like they want to do like Owens like give Owens some real crazy heel shit to do. He could just like destroy Byron. You, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm like they're like the announcers are always like ah and run away whenever the table spot comes. I'm like get Byron into the mix and have him bump. Like he can do it. Why Triple doesn't H, he wrestle? Triple H bumped him, didn't he? Like he threw he? him down. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, 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 yeah. Triple H shoved him and he went fucking flying. Like, it wasn't an injury thing that is keeping him from wrestling, right? It's no. Just, <laughs> they just don't want to use him. Just a really – Like Josh it. Matthews. Like he was kind of a wrestler and they're like, nah. Alex Riley. Yeah, exactly. That, that's just a fucking – Alex Riley is the big <laughs> punchline. Uh, so <laughs> Damien Sandow. He's the new Alex Riley. Same thing happened to him. Stryker. Yeah, Stryker. Well, Stryker was injuries, I think. Yeah, Stryker was injuries. Yeah. Elijah Burke. Yeah. Doesn't he do commentary in TNA with Josh Matthews? Yeah. Or even Corey Graves. Corey Graves is an injury, though. Like, he's, like his, he's got, like, like, a fucking brain, like a rotten yeah, brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had the... Yeah, yeah exactly. He got, got concussed. Guy, guy would, like, set foot in the ring getting his concussion. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so the last question is, uh, without knowing who our future guest is, what question would you like to ask them? So what do you want to ask a stranger? Like, a person you've never met before, you get to ask them a random question. Could be wrestling-related. Could be rent. Like, could be, what's your favorite Barbra Streisand song? <laughs> How much yeah, are you dreading answers. this splitting of Raw and SmackDown and having <laughs> two pay-per-views? So specific. Well, the Barbra Streisand was pretty specific, so this is. Like How much are you dreading the the, the brand split? We'll say that one. We won't even say we won't even say Raw and SmackDown. It's like, <laughs> what do you think about the brand split? The what brand? The split between what? <laughs> between brand? what? You Keep know, what we're we, don't, we, we don't always have wrestling guests. Like <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that too. Man. You know, yeah. right, so I take it from from the way you phrase that question that you're not looking forward to the brand split, and that you're not looking forward to. I was looking forward to the bland, bland, brand split. Bland split. split. The bland split, split. as the I bland say. Split. The I'm looking forward to the brand split, but the as soon as I heard that two pay per views thing, I was like, no, I was like, this. That, that I'm seems. fine with it. I guess there'll be like one shitty pay per view a month, and there'll be like one better one. Yeah, you know, I figure like they'll be like they, they can't both be good, right? Like, and I feel like they'll. But it's two pay per views one month. Has they even confirmed that? I thought that was just like speculation. That was Lawler said. Vince said that. Two pay per views. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Oh, I can't handle all that. 
It's too much. Apparently well, September. Like unless they're good, that. I was like, when like the only like if there's like, like a Beast of the like, East situation, or one will be a network special. Do you know what I mean? Like one's like the network special yeah. Beast of the East, where it's like they kind of have <laughs> depends on how split the brands are. Like you know what I mean? Like if there's like a good roster on one and they kind of stick with the like dry roster on the other, I was like, I feel that you won't even notice it on the main ones, and then there might be a cool. Like, kind of takeover yeah, it Yeah, yeah, like, one pay-per-view will be, like, for, like, the fucking Smarks and shit. And yeah. it'll be, like, a bunch of, like, technical wrestling and stuff. And, and depends like, then how will that be separate brands? Like, will SmackDown be the NXT-style brand? I feel, and then Raw, I feel like that's where, they're, that's where they're heading with then that. Then Raw will become unwatchable. And they never want their A product to be the B show. And that's what's going to happen if you put No, but it doesn't have to be because, like, it, like, the... The the market for like the like the, the the people that are just in it for like the good wrestling is always going to be like the smaller percentage of the of that crowd. I think. Or I really. feel like the people that like good wrestling are the trendsetters for everybody else. I think the marks just kind of follow what the people that seem to know what they're talking about see what they do, right? And they follow along. Eventually, it takes some time, but they figure it out. But then, how do you explain Roman Reigns still being pushed? Well, that's just Vince. I mean, listen to the crowd. It's yeah. not like anybody likes it. Yeah. Stubborn. It's not working as a baby face. Vince is just stubborn. He's yeah. like, no, we're sticking with it. Uh, so that wraps up this, our this, time. You guys keep talking talk wrestling. Dave's got to get going. We want to hit your you have got, you have your show. Obviously, we've already touched on uh, Johnny. You said you had dates uh, August twentieth. Some sort of a, a a good show. Yeah, FAW. They're having a Billy Gunn wrestle. Oh, crazy! Not me, unfortunately. I'm wrestling uh, Brad Alexis. Okay. Oh, we, yeah. Brad. We've had Brad on. Have we had Brad on? I don't. don't I don't think officially. I keep, I I keep asking he, Brad to come on. I think he might have been. He, we, we've had his friend John on. John, we've had Prescott on. Yes. And I feel we might have had Brad on one of our little Battle War shenanigan episodes. Yes. But Brad, is, are, is he going to be? Are you the? Is he a good guy, Brad Alexis, or bad guy, Brad Alexis? Because he, it can depend. Uh, I think it's going to be bad. And pretty gonna sure. Be, yeah. Going to be bad I'm guy, Brad. Pretty Alexis. sure he's going to cut a promo talking about how Sherbrooke sucks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to come out there and. Put a good beating on him. Right. That's pretty much how it's going to work. I think he might have John in his corner. Come out there. Is the Soul Man? Is he still doing that? No, I, I think he's going to do a Blackout Brad, I think. Blackout Brad. Yeah. And, uh, you're going to hit his finisher, your finisher on him, and he's just going to drop like a sp- right on his back. You know, I give Make Brad a, a lot of credit. Like, he's really underrated, in my opinion. He's one of my favorite guys in the Montreal scene right now. Like, great on the mic. is. Like he's obviously a small guy, but like bumps like a champ, and just like yeah. I, I don't think I've ever really been like disappointed with a Brad match, like ever. Like you're just like, eh, he's good in the ring and super fun on the mic. One of my favorite memories of Brad is when he got carted away from Heavy MTL. Like on the I heard about golf this. Cart. It was it, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it, he was fine afterwards. So it was like looking back on it now, and he was just like in this little golf cart. Like they're taking him out of like out of like part John Jeppo because like he got his bell rung and like and he's, they he's got like a blanket on him. It's not funny, but like this. But he was okay at the end. He was fine, and so just this seeing Brad like with these three people around him, like just like looking like like like. Looking more pissed off than anything else, like as he's being like carted away, like. And you're, uh, uh. and Dave, and I mean, I guess both of you are. You're around on Saturday nights on TSN six ninety, and then Dave has his thing on Friday nights. We didn't get to talk about UFC two hundred, which I really wanted to, but yeah, yeah. that's coming up. It's coming uh, up Friday night. I'm on the air. Saturday night, I'll be on the air with John, but also in Ottawa for the UFC there. Crazy. Wonderboy Thompson, Stephen uh, Stephen Thompson, and uh, Roy McDonald. That's going to be a sick fight. And yeah, <laughs> UFC 200. Yep. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be something. Should be good. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. That was awesome. Yeah. We'll, defi- we'll definitely do this again, if not just to maybe in a while, just to shit and talk wrestling again, which is always a thing that we're down for. Thanks for coming out, guys. Also, awesome. yeah, you should come back for the, the Jake the Snake deal. Yeah, Jake the Snake, July 20th. July 20th. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 19th as well. Yep. Well, what's going on this weekend at the club, Walter? Uh, this weekend, we've got the, it's the Dirty Weekend. Dirty Weekend. Dirty Weekend. Leland's got four shows on uh, fri- over, over Friday and mm-hmm. uh, the, the Saturday. we got the Mass Moon on Friday. And Thursday, the, when this comes out, is a show called Pretty Funny, which will Burlesque pit dancers. Uh, Burlesque Dancers against stand-up comedians uh, co-hosted by Leland mm-hmm. and Velvet Latouche. And then the weekend after that, St. Jean weekend, you can pretend things are a cock Pretend John things Bennett. are a cock. Uh, John Bennett's one-man show comes to Comedy Works for three shows only. Ooh. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday, 8.30. Nice. Thanks for coming out, guys. It was awesome. Thanks, Thanks for having us, man. Plug. <laughs> <laughs>
those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure, as always, to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 95.cc for Comics on Wednesdays, Podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's Art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 95.cc We're not working, why should you?